Good morning, everybody. What is going on? Welcome back to the Thomas Free Me TV and podcast show. This is Thomas Free Me coming to you on this beautiful morning of April the 28th at 8.52 a.m. is recording time. I will try to have this out later today for my peeps because I really appreciate you lending me your ears to process my voice. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing this morning? So I'm posting this episode here that I had a discussion on wisdom. I do go on there quite often and and have live discussions. And I will start recording these discussions and bringing them to my listeners here because there's there's such wisdom in it, ironically, you know, and and maybe that's they knew what they were bringing when they called this the wisdom app. Who knew? But great discussions have ensued, and I want to share them with you. A lot of power in them, as was today's episode. So, before we get into that, I do ask that my listeners visit my foundation, www.cominghomecoalition.com, and there are ways to support. There are many ways to support. I have an online merchandise store if you would like to have things personalized for you. Um, I already have things that I've personalized for other people in there that you could purchase for yourself as well if you do like them. I also have a profile set up on thumbtack.com for graphic designs. If you have business uh, needs as far as business cards, logos, um, things of that nature, that will help as well. There are many ways to support, stand behind, and and help continue to do what I I do, my passion, which is to bring down this prison industrial system, ultimately. But the overarching message is is to just be better human beings. I was a very bad human being. I was a bad person, and it took a lifetime of experiences to really understand that. I never wanted to be a bad person. I just was. And it was coming the truth of self and realizing that I didn't want to be a bad person, so I just had to start being a good person. And ultimately, that's that's what I'm striving to be. So I bring all of these messages to my listeners, my, my fellow humans, my brothers and sisters, because I know we're all striving to be good people. But there are things that we do that just aren't good. And we have to come into truth of that and just start being better people in our communities, especially because we need love. So this is what my message is. This is what my podcast is founded on. And this is what I try to bring. Love and unity. Community unity. So if that's something that you want to stand behind, please visit my foundation, www.cominghomecoalition.com, and find a way to support. Now, getting into today's episode, guest I had on the show by the name of David. David came in and, and really dropped some some key nuggets to life. And and what's beautiful about that is David learned this at a, at a pretty young age, you know, so he's he's still got a nice stretch ahead of him with this this consciousness that he's going to unveil, you know, coming up. So once again, this is Thomas Freeme. Thank you for the love and support. Stay blessed, stay healthy, stay your best self, be your best self, stay in consciousness. Put down the distractions. Find out what is distracting you in your life. 
What is distracting you from being a better person? Eliminate it. Kill it. Get it out of there. Don't matter what it is. Family, friends, rocks. Don't matter. Get it the hell out of there. Get it away so you can get in the self, get in the consciousness. I love you guys. Take care. Be safe. Be one. Enjoy the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, man. How is everyone doing this morning? Many blessings. Praise to those who woke up. Great morning, great morning. Thursday, April 28th. Man, we're about about ready to kick April the hell out of here. Ah, My goodness. I did not realize it was that late in the month. I'm still trying to catch up to April 1st. Lord have mercy. Anyways, how's everybody doing, man? Many blessings, grand rising. I pray that your rest was peaceful, stress-free, comforting, in the arms of a loved one, secure, strong, and you're rested and ready to take on the day. Let me bring on my first guest to say good morning, Mr. David. What is going on with you, sir? Morning, brother. How you doing, man? Morning, brother. How are you? Man, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Likewise. Likewise, man. What you got? How's your morning been so far, man? It's been blessed, man. You know, I got up this morning. You know, yesterday morning I got up and I went outside, right? And I caught the moon. Did you catch the moon yesterday morning? Oh, man, I didn't. How was it? Man, let me tell you something, brother. That is a sight that will remain with me for the rest of my life. Yesterday when I got up, I got up in the morning time and I went outside for just by odd because I really don't get up and go outside. It was still dark outside, but the moon, the, the sky was clear. The moon was a crescent and you saw planets in a, in a perfect line right above the moon. Just, just sitting there in a, in a straight line. It was, it was, I took pictures of it. I put it on my TikTok, but it was, it was a blessing, man. But I got up this morning to catch it, but it's overcast. So I didn't catch it. So yesterday you just, you just either was there or you wasn't, you know? Yeah. That's, you know what? That's actually why I'm working to um, get out the city. Uh, Cause I live in New York. I live in New York and it's hard to catch stuff like that in this, in the city because all of the damn buildings and things like that, while they're nice buildings, they're beautiful buildings, but they get in the way of having perfect views of once in a lifetime, things like that, that happen. So I'm working on, that's something that I'm working on my, myself. Um, not sure where you are, but here in New York, it's hard to see that because there's a building on every damn block. So that's one of the things that I'm working on, man. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of upset that I missed it. Yeah, I'm kind of upset that I missed it. I wish I, I, wish I could have caught it. It's just one of those things, but I'm in Florida. Oh, so things are a lot more um, spaced out. Because here in New York, it's a lot of, like, buildings on, um, on top of each other. 
So in Florida, it might be more spaced out. I'm guess I'm guessing. I'm not there, so I'm guessing. Yeah, it definitely is. And you don't have what what part of New York you in? Uh, I'm in the city, so Queens, Queens, New York's where I'm at. Ah, okay, Queens. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, and and that's the thing, and and. Not only is it the buildings, but it's it's the pollution. It's the light pollution, right? So you can't get, yeah. you can't get out of that light barrier to see the darkness because you're just consumed in light. It, it's getting like that here in a lot of parts of Florida, but there are still parts where you can get out away from the city lights. The, you can get out of that light barrier and then be consumed in the darkness, and that's when the sky opens up and you can see everything. Yeah, you just might have planted a seed of inspiration, man. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> like, I'll be wanting to catch stuff like that. Because um, back, back when I was growing up and stuff, I, I was really into, like, the planets and things like that. I always wanted to, uh, at some point, catch that, like, be able to see it. Uh, I know that I saw it when there was, a, uh, there was a blood moon, and I was able to catch that, but... Yeah, I would love to see an alignment of, like, the planets. Like, that That would be an amazing sight to behold. You know, these, these cities, man, these, these, these metropolises like that, people shouldn't live in them. They should create, they should create it to where, like, these are work hubs. You live outside of them and you go into them to work. But to live in that is like to be in a cubicle day in and day out. It's like solitary confinement in ways because you're, <laughs> You're confined to just one life. You know what I mean? And that's just a material brick and mortar life. Because you're 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 disparted from so many elements of of life. From real trees, real forests, you know. I mean you guys got Central Park, but <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys try to add a little trees here and there, but it's it's being able to just walk into the woods and see wild animals run and scurry away from you and being able to see the stars at night. It's just being plugged into to life. And I think maybe living in these cities like that is what's really driving these people crazy. Yeah, I mean, that. you know what? That's definitely true. You're absolutely right about that. Um, and that's why I... I encourage people to get out the rat race if they can. Yeah, I encourage people to get out the rat race as, as quick as possible. Uh, I was once in it. I'm not in it anymore due to, because I do believe in God, disclaimer. Um, and I do feel like God is God is wants to set you up for bigger things, not to get too spiritual and religious, but I do believe that God can set you up for bigger things if you're just willing to listen. And... Sometimes it comes in the form of a friend. Sometimes it's outside circumstances. But I feel like there's, there's, I guess, bigger and better for everybody. You just got to be open to to listening. And for me, it was books. Um, that was the building a castle, and that was the one of the bricks to my castle that I'm now building. And um, I had a friend that put the bug in my ear that that's what I should do. I didn't listen at first, but the more and more that I sat with it, the more and more it just stuck with me. And that's one of the things that I've been doing since. Um, and now that I have the opportunity to uh, to work outside, if I want to work from my phone or my laptop or whatever, and just work outside and, like you said, just be in 
just being nature. Um, it is a beautiful feeling. It, it is. It's a beautiful feeling when you can just be present uh, and you're not worried about what somebody said about you on social media or how many followers you have, how many likes you get. Like when you're not worried about none of that, and you can just be present. It is a beautiful thing. So I, I said all of that to say that I'm definitely with you when it comes to just being outside, just, David. just being present and just back, man. David. It's, it's beautiful. David, what you just yeah. said, what you just said, homie, whether you realize it or not, what you just said is the key element to life. Being present. Being present. Amen, brother. So you are conscious to that, man. That is the key to life, being <laughs> present, just being present. And it doesn't matter where you're at as long as you're present in that moment. You're not in the past. You're not in the future, but you're just in that moment. And you realize that you're in that moment. And and when you're when you're in that moment, then you can process whether you're happy or not. And it allows you to well, yeah. change. I mean, yeah, absolutely, man. I had um, I only know about it because somebody brought it to my attention, and they said that don't be so focused on where you're going that you don't realize that you've already arrived because <laughs> you're so focused on where you're going. And I'm I am a former workaholic. Um, and I used to get caught up in the rat race. I used to get caught up in, yo, when I make this amount of money, I'm going to be happy. When I get to this place, I'm going to be happy. And I found myself happier when I was just doing stuff that I love to do. And money was not a factor. I was not worried about it. But the money came. It found a way. Whether it was through, um, through books, through podcasting, however it comes, the money came when I stopped worrying about it. And um, it was just from that, that message that my friend said, which is uh, don't be so focused on where you're going that you don't realize that you've already gotten to your place that you want to be. So that's what's encouraged me to be present. I want you to come back on, David, because I want, I want to touch on that right there, man, what you, what you were just saying, because you're talking some deep stuff, partner. And these are the... These Absolutely, man. Yeah, these are the essentials to life, man. This is what we have to do day in and day out and how we have to look at things, you know. And it's life that teaches us this, right? It's life that teaches us this through experience as long as we're paying attention and being mindful to the the present. Mr. Lane, I'm going to get you next, but let me let me wrap up with David because me and David are on some, we are on some philosophical stuff right now. <laughs> Listen, disclaimer, y'all, this was not planned this morning, but when when I'm comfortable with people and the energy is just right, it just comes out. But this wasn't planned. And and that's my niche, right, partner, is for whatever reason, I've been gifted with with comfort. I allow people just to be comfort comfortable in who they are. Right. And and I've built the podcast yeah. off that. I've built the platform off that of people just coming to me and being comfortable enough to just explain what's going on in their life, no matter what it is. And us really trying to figure out a solution to what's going on, because my utmost concern is care for humanity and for us to be better. We have to be better and we have to do better. And I was a very bad person. Right. And I lay that out. Not for not to be judged or criticized, but for people to understand where I came from and who I am today and how that transition right. occurred, because I'm, I'm a complete for me. I feel like I'm the whole spectrum. 
I was as dark as dark could be. And now I feel like I'm as light as light could be. And not everybody is as, 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 as intense as that spectrum. There's somewhere in between, but I can help them. And it just all remains and just like what you just said and just being comfortable enough to talk and express and feel how you really do. I think this app does a lot of that because there's a lot of animosity, you know, uh, uh, you know, and what's the word I'm trying to say? And an anonymity, an anonymity, an anonymity, <laughs> but you're anonymous. <laughs> However you say that word, yeah. you're anonymous on this app, you know, so it's, it's, um, it's, it's liberating and freeing for people as well, which is why I love this app. But David, you, 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 um, man, you're on one partner. Go ahead. Let the people know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, one of the things that I tell people, man, is, is, and like you, it also helps to pe- help put people at ease with me, but the same energy that you get from me on, on these apps, on Instagram, on Twitter, on, on Wisdom, on Clubhouse, wherever they connect with me, is the same energy that you get from me off the app if we ever happen to meet in person. And so, as a result, because I'm the same on and off the app, it gives me a sense of, not feeling like I have to hide anything or not being afraid of people or not feeling, um, uncomfortable in, in certain situations. Um, cause that's like the same thing that I tell people on the app is what I tell them off, which is also that like outside of helping my friends with whatever they happen to be dealing with my, my actual life is quiet. Like I live a very, um, like even in the city, people don't even think I live in the city because it's, it's quiet. Like just, the area that I happen to be living in at the moment is quiet. There's no, there's not a lot of drama here. There's not a lot of unnecessary things that could, that could distract me from stuff. So mm. that's what I bring to the app because I, I, that's what I'm around all the time. I'm around quiet. I'm around solitude. And so in the midst of noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though there's always somebody doing something outside, do I let it affect me on this level of if I hear something outside that I can't function? No, because I know how to find my calmness. Mm. And because I'm always in my calm place, no matter what's going on, it allows me to be that for other people, even if it's just emotionally, like just being the emotionally calm person. Well, while everybody else is like super hype and super energy, I, I'm just... I'm just a calm person. So it's dope to extend that energy to wisdom and other places. Like, it's dope. But that's what I tell people a lot of times, man. Like, the same that I am on the app is how I am off the app. So in terms of being uncomfortable when I go outside, no, that doesn't that doesn't really affect me, affect me. I completely dig that, man. So let me ask you a question. Are you happy or do you have moments of happiness? Um, I feel like I'm happy. Uh, for the most part, um, I'm not with anyone right now. And I think that sometimes speaking of solitude, uh, sometimes solitude is necessary to find out more about yourself. Um, cause I used to like, I used to get into these modes of like, if I had somebody, I'd be happy. Right. And the problem, and I, I, I guess I recognized it right away, but the problem with that was that I was basing my happiness off of external like if I was with somebody or if I was with friends or if I was with 
whoever. Um, and I realized that when you base your happiness off of outside stuff or outside people, it's very fluid because everybody has their own stuff going on. So nobody is going to be up under you 24-7, right? Because everybody has their own things and dreams and passions and loves and things like that that they, that they have going on. And then once I, once I stopped doing that and I got really comfortable with being in David's own company and not being so dependent on people to be there all the time and understanding that every, you're not the main character in everybody else's story, I did start to explore self-love after that and what makes, what makes David tick? What is David passionate about? What makes David happy? But it took, sometimes my friends did distance themselves because it can be draining a little bit to always be around people. It's draining sometimes, depending on the people. Um, and so once I started finding like my own company and just loving myself, it did make me happier actually. And it, it took away from, it took away this, this feeling of expecting to show up all the time. It, it did take away from that. And it made me focus on myself and things that I like to do, like I said. So am I happy right now? Yeah. Um, was I always there? No, though. Not always. But am I happy, like, where I'm at right now? Yeah. Yeah, I consider that I am. David, you're a guru, man. No, I ain't no guru. Don't nah, put no nah, pressure on me. No, no, no. You're a guru, for real, because <clears throat> you've you've entered into that guru-ness, right? And, and that's just understanding. <laughs> that's understanding the difference between happiness and and moments of happiness right because i think that when we have moments of happiness that happiness is is coming from other sources it's not coming from within because if it was coming from within we'd be basked in it we we'd have it all the time right so yeah i i just had this conversation with somebody yesterday that and and they made some some likewise comments you know because i'm not happy I'm not happy with where I'm at in, in life. I'm not happy with self. I love who I am, but I know that I should have a lot more and be a lot further than where I'm at. So that's where my unhappiness rests at, right? And and amongst other things. But so my friend is trying to, her and I go back and forth on this subject. And it's like we were talking yesterday. I was explaining the stars to her. I happened to call my daughter, woke my daughter out of her sleep, drug her outside so she could see, you know, what I was experiencing. And for me, that was happiness because I shared this with my child and knowing that maybe when she's 50 or 60 and she's sharing something with her child astronomical like that, that it will reflect to that, that very moment. That's how I'm thinking in that moment. So I was happy. So when I said yeah. this to her, she, she says it was a happy moment. Say it. I say, yes, of course. It's all I've had in my life are happy moments. But I have to leave that. And I don't want to. I want to stay in it. And her response was, yeah. her response was be yeah. open no. for the next happy moment and then the next and then the next. You don't need to stay in one when there is so many more potentially in your future. And I just responded, I want to stay in it. So that's the thing is, is when you have it, why would you want to let it go in hopes for searching for it again? Once you have it, we should do everything that we possibly can to maintain it. Am I right? 
Yeah, man. I, you know what? Um, it's funny that you brought that up because I actually just, that's one of the chapters in um, one of the books that I'm working on. And it's, and this is the, the, the book cover here, my picture here. This is my, my book cover. But I'm, I'm working on a book that is part two to another book that I have written. And um, that's one of the things that, that I talk about is the name of the chapter is One Night and how when I go places, me personally, um, I hate just visiting a place for one night because I feel like it, it doesn't give you enough time to, like we're talking about, enjoy the moment, right? So it's almost like as soon as you sit down for lunch, you got to get up and go and be on your way again. So you don't really get a chance to enjoy the lunch, at least m metaphorically speaking. And so that's it's funny that you brought that up because that's also something that I've also been dealing with in terms of, again, enjoying the moment and just like we're talking about being present and not feeling like, because I used to, not, I'm not going to say suffer because I, I don't like that word, but I used to deal with, like, as soon as I complete something, I'm on to the next thing. Right, I'm on to the next podcast episode. I'm on to the next book. I'm on to the next whatever it is that I'm doing in that moment. And just being on to the next instead of being grateful and being present. Gratitude didn't always hit me until much, much, much later when I wasn't in that moment anymore. And then I would sit back and think. And then I said to myself, damn, that was an awesome moment. Or that was an amazing moment. I want to do that again. Or I want to visit that place again. Or I want to go to this restaurant again because I just like their food. So I wasn't always in a place of, of being present. I used to chase the bag. I was always, I'd be present for like 30 minutes. And then I would automatically go into, okay, I, I was proud of myself for 30 minutes. All right, what's next? Like, what else can I come up with? What, what other book projects can I write? What other podcast episodes can I do? Instead of realizing how far you've come especially especially if you're young if you're at like a young age and once i started looking at it that way it did shift how i viewed stuff uh, i still have the goals in mind because i'm not where i want to be yet either but i'm working on it and just realizing that the, the person that i was when i started out on this journey is not the person that i am and that's hard to sit in that's hard to sit with because again i'm always my brain doesn't sleep like my, my brain doesn't sleep, which is why I don't watch TV, uh, because the slightest thing that I catch on TV that sounds catchy, it becomes an idea. It becomes a book. It becomes a podcast. It becomes a business that I should start. It becomes something. And I realized that at some point I need to shut my brain off. Like I, I need at least for a couple of hours or while I'm sleeping or whatever, I need to shut my brain off. And so... I tell people, I joke with people all the time about it, but I put myself on punishment when it comes to watching TV. Because when you're when you're younger, your parents will say, "Ah, oh, you don't listen, so we're in, you can't watch TV." Blah blah blah. But for me, because of how my brain works, I just don't watch TV. Like I, I just don't, because then it'll it'll give me more work than I need. And right now, I'm not trying to keep up with anybody. I've kind of found my um, I found my flow, right? So I found my flow. And so right now I'm not trying to keep up with anybody. Um, like we talk about, I'm present. So, but that came from distancing myself from people too. Not because they did anything wrong, but I just need time to focus. I need time to do things that don't have anything to do with people. And so I think 
because I was in a similar situation as you, bro, I think that might help. Because I feel like you feel like you got to keep up with people sometimes, not all the time. Well, no, I mean, maybe you don't. I dig, I dig exactly what it is that you're saying. I'm, I'm like you and I, like you, you just explained me. Like, I don't even turn my TV on. It's funny that you say that because my mom was just getting on me this morning. I have a 70 inch TV in the, in the living room that I never hooked up for her to watch cable on. She always mostly watches back in her, in her little room. I take care of my, my elderly mother, but she'll come out in the living room and want to watch TV. Well, I ha- I've never hooked the TV up. I do not turn the TV on. There's nothing on TV that I watch. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. just, if I do turn it on, it's to play my PS4 every once in a while. But that's it. That's the only time that comes on. And the thing of it is, is that the reason why is because it's it's everything on it is just completely false. And for me to even watch a movie, I would drive a woman crazy, right? Honestly, <laughs> like for a woman to say, let's go on a date. Where do you want to go? Let's go to the movies. Eh, I don't think that's such a good idea. Well, why not? Well, because I'm going to sit here and I'm going to pick this movie apart. You know what I mean? That's just what I do. Like, just the foolishness of it. Like, why am I sitting here watching this foolishness? Honestly, because this guy obviously can't do four kicks and then kick somebody in the face. And, you know, so it's just and and they're like, well, you just have to enjoy it. But that's not my enjoyment. My enjoyment is everything that you you detailed out. You know what I mean? Like, what can I build? What can I do? What can I learn? That for me is my comfort yeah. and my enjoyment. So I mean I I'm I'm with you man I I dig you and my it's called an overthinker and boy am I am I a damn overthinker man because I analyze <laughs> everything to the T. This is all I've heard my whole life. You don't have to overanalyze that, okay? I do. If if you want me to be comfortable, I have the shit has to make sense. And I think a yeah. lot of a lot of our issues as overthinkers is that nothing makes sense and it's driving us mad. But you know what? I also find that, because um, because this is also something that I've also dealt with, and people tell me all the time that I do too much. But that's only coming from people that aren't doing enough. The people that are doing more than me, they don't complain about that. They don't feel like I'm doing too much. If anything, they feel like I'm not doing enough. But I know that I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot already. So I feel like being around the right people is super important. Like the like, being around the right people, you won't feel like you're under delivering. Um, they'll acknowledge where you are and inspire you to do more. And I feel like, especially as like a former workaholic, um, that's what I needed to hear. And it's funny because again, like I said, people don't even know that I have books out and a podcast and perfume because when I start off conversations I don't start off like that like I just want to connect with people and if it comes out then great cool fine but but I don't lead my conversations with oh look at me this is what I did blah 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 like I don't it's not because I don't care because I love what I'm I love what I'm doing I love what I've been called to do but I'm more interested in connecting with people first. And then if business comes, then it comes. But but I don't force myself on anybody, man. That's just not, that ain't my lane. That's not my style. And so 
that's something else that I've been struggling with too is um, between being content and wanting to do more. Uh, because when I tell people that I'm on book number six at the moment, their eyes get wide. Their eyes get wide because I'm I'm not how old am I? I'm, I'll be 35 in a couple of months in January. Um, and people on the outside are almost shocked. They're almost shocked at that. But I'm just in flow. I'm just in flow. So whatever comes up with within that time frame of me being in flow, that's what I go with. And it just happens to work out. But, yeah, that's also something that I deal with, man, is, is the internal conflict of being content and wanting to do more. Like, that's prevalent at the moment. You know, man, I was going to ask you your age, too. I figured you were around my age. I'm 47, but you told me 35, man. You're a deep cat for 35. But to, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> to speak on what you're, you're sitting there saying, you know, maybe before you go, this will give you, I, I, can, I can send you with this, this wind in your sails, right? So it's like this. I had to learn. I cannot control everything because, again, being an overthinker, this was how my mind was. In order for my mind to be put at ease, for my mind to rest, I had to control the narrative. I had to, it's not that I was a control freak, it was just that I felt like I could help and put solutions in and things of that nature. I didn't try to take control, it's just I was always there to help. I didn't try to take the limelight from people, it was just that I was just there to do what I could do. And... That caused a lot of frustration. Not only did it cause a lot of frustration in my life, but I was finding that I had no time for self, right? So I had to find a way to limit these things. Internal, not not physical, but really internal. I had to find a way to pacify my mind so that my mind could say, okay, we can pass this off. And that was just understanding that, coming to the conclusion that Life is a better teacher than me. Life is more experienced. It's been around a lot longer than I have. I'm here because of life. I'm a product of life. So life got that. You know what I mean? If 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 I know that it's completely out of my control, then I, I subscribe it to life. Life got that. I, I trust life. I have faith in life true faith so it's true faith in life and knowing that life life will teach it the way that it teaches i can't do nothing about that and that it helped me ease a lot of that tension of always wanting to be somewhere to help somewhere because i do have to realize that self comes first in order for me to be the leader right in order for me to show the way, I have to know the way. I have to be the way. I have to say, hey, guys, come on, follow me. I know where I'm going. Because I'm not a leader if I'm I'm just wandering around in the wilderness with everybody else. Dig what I'm saying? So you're talking some real stuff, David, at 35 years old. And I'm trying to write me a book, partner. That's what I'm trying to do, man. I got a deep book to write. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um I just observe people, man. That's about it. Um, I just observe people, bro. And I find that people will tell you a lot about themselves if you give them space and you give them room to do so. 
because I used to want to be heard like all the time. I used to have this thing of wanting to be out in public or wanting to be out in front like all the time. And it's good for the moment, but I don't know. I kind of just, I'm in a space of being happy with me. So, so wanting to seek like constant outside validation, that's just not where I'm at. Um, I'm cool with just maybe two or three people really enjoying my company and vice versa. But I don't know. I just don't have this thing for like thousands and thousands of people needing to like me. Not saying that I'm looking for people to dislike me. Not saying that at all. But I'm just, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with um, the people that really vibe and and resonate with me. Like, I'm not overly extending myself. Because I used to do that. Like, much like you, I used to, like, get caught up in wanting to help people that, that I would feel bad if they said they didn't want my help. Like, I would feel guilty. Like, I did something. But I didn't do anything. I was just offering or extending a hand at the time. And so when I learned that not everybody's going to be open to your help and all you can do is extend a hand. And if they, if they accept your help, then great. And if not, then there's somebody else that will be grateful for your help. That's when I stepped away from this, this constant need of wanting to help. So I'm with you, bro. And see, and that's, and, and that's the difference, homie. That's, I mean, this is this whole pray in the dark, not in the light thing that we're talking about right because the person that's extending their hand i feel in my experiences is the false prophet right because the help truly comes from the person who has built the help if you like me i don't go around telling people hey i'm here to help you i'm here for whatever you need i don't do that Because people know that I am the help. They come to me because they know that I am the help. I've built it. You dig what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's these things that, that people do that we're not conscious to. And we, and we ensnare ourselves in these traps because people are extending their hands for help and they look generous and they look, they look like they really, really are intent on helping, but they have ulterior motives. You know, and you don't know that until you've already fell into the snare and now you're in some toxic sort of relationship with this person and they're making you feel guilty now because they want you to do something that's not in your capabilities or whatever. Yeah. You know, and and that's the thing is, is just recognizing what 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 is real and what is what isn't like you're, you're spot on partner. You've um you've enlightened a lot of people today, man, with with this. And I think breaking away from. The, the nine to five life has something to do with it. But I tell people, I, I go where I feel I should be. I am not obligated to be anywhere that I don't feel I can help. And whether that's online, whether that's in person. And I also recognize that I'm also free spirited also. So, uh, so I really operate from a place of like today, like this conversation. I love this. I felt led to be here. So this is where I am. But I, I love the combo. Like I love the, the talk and the conversation. But if it didn't resonate with, if something doesn't resonate with me, then I don't get jealous of it. I don't say, oh, why, why, why are they talking about this? Why are they talking about that? No, it just doesn't resonate. So I just be on my way peacefully. Like I'm just, I'm in a peaceful place at the moment. And it stems from, again, being like, just having time with myself and just recognizing that I am free spirited. I do love 
to just go places and explore. Like I'm just an explorer and not feeling guilty for that and not allowing people to make you feel guilty for how you tick. Like what makes you tick? What do you love to do? What do you like to spend your time? The people, the people that really get it will totally get it and you won't have to say a lot. Like you just won't. They'll totally get that. So that's just where I'm at, bro, at the moment. It took work, of course, but all of all of what you're explaining, everything that you break down, man, just comes from time with self. Just just the time alone to think. Just to think. You know what I mean? And and and, and what do we do all day long? Every day. We turn on our TVs or our or our music or, or whatever as soon as our eyes open up. You know what I mean? And, and, and we have this constant distraction in our ears, in our eyes, from the moment our eyes open to the moment we go to sleep until they close. A lot of people go to sleep with their TVs on. So there is never no time with self because your brain is constantly processing what you got going on around it. Go sit in a dark That's corner. Fact. That's facts, brother. That's facts, man. It's tough to turn your mind off. It's it's difficult. Sometimes it's worth it too. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's worth it to like turn your mind off. And just, talk like, about that song. Talking about like, talk about that song, Dave. Why is it so difficult? Why? Why is it difficult to turn your mind off? Uh, uh, you know Which what? I don't. I don't I know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we do that, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I agree with turn your mind off. I like distracted. Why is it so hard to stop distracting your mind? Because your mind never turns off. We just deviated. I think it could be because, depending on the people that you're around, I think if you have people that are making you feel guilty for always having ideas or always being in that place of, of, of flow or being in passion, then those type of people will make it, will make you feel guilty for always having your mind on or always having an idea or always having something that you want to work on or always having something that you want to do. I feel like that contributes to feeling guilty for your mind not being able to turn off. And sometimes it comes from people that you've known for years. You just didn't pay attention to it because you like their company over what they said. So therefore you might let certain things slide. And I know I'm only talking from experience because I've done that before where somebody would say something slick under their breath but I didn't catch it, right? I didn't always catch it because I just wanted their company. Like, I didn't, I didn't care what they said. I didn't care what they had going on. I just wanted them. I just wanted their company. And now that I've spent time with self, I do pay extra close attention to what people say. I pay attention to their tone of voice. I pay attention to how they say it. And when you're expressing what you're passionate about or happy about or what you love to do, and their response might be monotone. Their response might be, oh, he goes again, talking about this book, talking about this business, blah, blah, blah. I pick up on that. So now when I do pick up on that and I just distance myself, then it becomes, hey, David, where you been? What have you been doing? Oh, no, I've been here. I've just been paying attention to what you said. And you didn't realize it, but I did. So now I just moved accordingly. And then that opens up another can of worms because then they don't like it. So I think that being around the right people or wrong people is key. Amen. Well, I got to get up out of here, guys. But listen, that was a powerful, powerful statement that he just made because people show signs all the time. And again, I'm a firm 
believer and we are using way too many words throughout the day. You have to get in consciousness. This whole conversation revolved around consciousness of self. And like David, I had to learn what David learned at a very young age because I was in an abusive home. So I had to learn how to read people very, very quickly at a young age. And I've been refining that through my whole life. So yes, within a millisecond, I can, I can determine a lot about a person in their eye contact, the way they speak, their demeanor when I first walk up. There's so many cues that a person gives off unintentionally, unconsciously. And these people that have become successful manipulators in their lives understand this and, and, and abuse that talent. I've abused that talent, so I know. I know how that talent can be abused. I've manipulated many, many people. But it comes down to the question as to, did I want to be a good person or did I just want to tell people I was a good person? And I chose option A. So I had to start doing the things that good people do. So many blessings to you guys. David, thank you for the powerful conversation this morning. As always, when I come on, it's, it's, it's powerful, powerful things. This is why I'm, I'm now turning these into episodes to put out on my podcast, which you can find by Googling Free Me Podcast. Please make sure to go to my website, www.cominghomecoalition.com. Find out more about me. Until then, guys, be safe, be good in your communities, love one another, unite our communities, come together.